From the studios of Radio GBX on the campus of UW-Green Bay, it's time for Toss the Mic Sportscast. Today we talk NFL draft and NFL quarterback situations in the NFC North. Back on the Toss the Mic podcast, right here. This might be the start of the podcast for some of you listening on main podcast platforms like Spotify, Our Heart Radio, and uh, Apple Podcasts, and more. But I'm back with my buddy Dylan, I'm back with my buddy Eli, Chris, and guest Sam Thompson. We are talking the NFL Draft. We already covered picks 1 through 15 in our first podcast. Go listen to that right now, episode 1. And uh, let's start with number 16 with the Washington Commanders selecting Emmanuel Forbes, cornerback out of Mississippi State. Anyone got any opinions here? Eli? All right, let me just start this off. This might be a little bit of a hot take because Christian Gonzalez is on the board. Definitely a better cornerback all around. Well, maybe not all around, but a better cornerback prospect. Then Emmanuel Forbes. But when we look at what the Washington Commanders want to do on defense, I think it makes more sense to have Forbes than Gonzalez. So while the value wasn't really there, I kind of like this pick. There you go. Um, I don't disagree, but I'm going to say this was an L. Um, Christian Gonzalez was right there for the taking. And um, Emmanuel Forbes, not a bad player at all. I actually like him a decent amount. But Christian Gonzalez is my favorite cornerback prospect. And considering they had their choice, I would have rather had him. And with Washington not being historically great at drafting, um, I think you can chalk this up as another L, but I don't think it was a huge L. It was just kind of a mini L. Are we sure that Chris Gonzalez wouldn't have been a scheme fit in Washington as well? He would have been a scheme fit anywhere, bro. He's a press corner. So if you want to write that down, I mean, Emmanuel Forbes is going to be more of a zone guy. Yeah, which I think is what the commanders want to run more than right. Christian Gonzalez. All right. Well, obviously he went on the next pick to the New England Patriots at number seventeen. Woo. Yep, they got Christian Gonzalez, even though they traded down when they could have selected him at fourteen when the Steelers traded up with them. But what do you guys think of Christian Gonzalez finally being taken at number seventeen? W, huge, huge W. I think he could have been taken like seven, eight, and he fell to seventeen. Uh, the Patriots are getting a good player, great player, actually. Um, I think that getting him at 17 or even 14 was their dream spot, and being able to gain more picks and still getting him is a great draft for them. I'm definitely think? a little bit lower on Gonzalez, especially after the draft, because I just feel like he fell for a reason here. A lot of people thought he was 1A, 1B type situation for cornerback one in this draft class. But I think Devin Witherspoon really earned the right of cornerback one after we see Christian Gonzalez fall to 17. And maybe that's because he's more of a press corner and some of these teams might not need that um, over Devin Witherspoon, who is more of an all-around great player, not just specifies in one category. Dylan, what do you think about this pick? I think it's fine. Okay, we're going to the next pick now. <laughs> no opinion whatsoever. Yeah, we're on a, we're on a sports po- podcast here, but no take from Dylan here. All right, next pick. We got the Detroit Lions taking Jack Campbell, linebacker out of Iowa. Reach, reach. Yeah, it, yeah. Was, it was a reach. I don't think it was necessarily, like, the biggest L of this draft, but definitely a reach. They could have got him in the second round. I think he's going to be a great player. He was the best inside linebacker in college football. And I think coming from that Iowa defense, I think he's going to be a great player. He has all the tools. Um, I just don't think they should have spent the 18th pick on him. Two L's from the Lions here. It's just the positional value part here. 
with the inside linebacker, not a very valuable position. So that's why you'll see this pick um, deemed poor value-wise. If you're picking a linebacker in the first round, I mean, you better hope that, you know, he's he can be kind of uh, versatile, like I think, I think edge player too or on the outside, you know. Uh, you also better hope that, you know, he's some sort of freak athlete that can justify, you know, picking him early in the first round. I think repetitively throughout recent history in the draft, uh, picking a linebacker that doesn't fit that archetype, I guess, isn't exactly a smart decision for organizations to make. And you're better off picking someone to play on the inside later on in the draft because it's just, it's just not that valuable, valuable of a position, excuse me, anymore in the modern NFL in my opinion, I could be wrong, but that's just my take. All right. So number 19, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers select Kalijah Kansi, defensive tackle out of Pitt. Um, I don't really know much about him. I do know that he's a little bit smaller on the D-tackle side, only 280. Definitely quick and explosive, ran a 4-6-7-40. I think he'll complement uh, Vita Vea very well, but I don't think that run stopping was their number one need. Their offense is going to be not very good next year because they got Kyle Trask and uh, Baker Mayfield behind the center. Um, I think that Will Levis would have been a great pick here. Yeah, so I like the thunder and lightning approach with Vita Vea and Kalijah Kansi, but I definitely agree that this team had a lot more needs than the interior defensive line. But that being said, we see it with Detroit where when you build between the tackles on either side, either side of the ball, which the Lions have done with their draft choices recently, it can lead to success, and we really like what Dan Campbell has done and that front office has done with their draft picks. So I definitely see where they're coming from with this pick. And since they're in a long-term rebuild, it seems, uh, maybe if they can figure out QB, that won't be the case. But Baker Mayfield and Kyle Trask, as Chris said, are just not going to cut it this year. So I don't hate the pick. All right, next picks, the receivers came off the board. JSN first, Seahawks. What do you guys think? Um, I actually have a take about this. I'm not going to lie. And... I'm not much of a, I'm not as I'm not as much as a, of a avid NFL fan as I am NHL and NBA. But <clears throat> I think the Packers should have picked Jackson Smith. Uh, L. Really? Huge I'll L. take. I I, I don't like I don't like like Christian Watson's okay, but like I think Jaden Reed though. Him. Yeah. I love him. <laughs> I think <laughs> I I've, I've seen a couple. I'm not gonna lie. I'm more of a college football fan than an NFL fan, and I've seen JSN play. And he's just so, so fun to watch. He's such an electric wide receiver. I, I feel like he, he's kind of limited, though, in my opinion, on his skill set. He's a really, really, really good slot receiver. I just don't feel like they, you're going to put him outside so, that much. That's a weak take. Come on. No, it's I, not. If, you're not. if you haven't watched him play and you say that, you just watch, like, NFL Network and just see his main highlights. Come on. If you watch Big Ten football, you can watch him go on the outside and catch a contested ball. John, he can catch oh, just because you're an Ohio fan. State fan. Oh, John, we're he talking. can do anything. Like, OSU fan. John, watch him do it in the NFL. He hey, can John, do it in the hey, NFL. John, Jackson Smith and Jigba lined up in the slot. Yes, that's how we used them. That's just how we used them. It's also he can do anything. We can line him up anywhere and he could do anything. It's also a He could catch a fade ball. He can do anything with that I'm not, football. I'm not hand. disagreeing with you there, but I think But saying game, he's strictly a slot receiver is a completely preposterous I don't take. think he's strictly a slot receiver. I just but think that's how he's going to be used slot, in the NFL. Mostly. I think... And that's just where his projection is to the NFL and and his athletic tools and his skill set. Yeah, that's but you said that yeah, his skill set is strictly is like held to being a slot. You said that. That's no, not, I didn't say that, say but that. he's not going to be really Yes, he did. Let's roll it back. No, Come we on. don't need it all back. 
He's not going to be lining up outside. Because that DK. Especially, especially for the Seahawks. But going back to them actually picking JSN, I don't think... Obviously, they got the number one receiver, but I don't think that was really a position of need for them. Having a stacked wide receiver core now is always a plus, but they did not need wide receiver they already have Lockett and DK and I don't know their contract situations so I probably could have looked into that but I think building having weapons around Geno and kind of building the offense is what they want to do but I think there was better options but anytime you have the number one wide receiver on the board still at 20 I think you have to take it yes I agree with you there I think the value here for them to get Devin Witherspoon and JSN, probably cornerback one, probably wide receiver one in the draft class. And keep in mind, this team was almost a playoff team, right? They were, though. Oh, yeah, they were a playoff team, but seven seeds. So, so They bringing competed in, well with the 49ers for a good two quarters. Huh? It's very true. So bringing in um, Devin Witherspoon and JSN, it's really going to help this team. And who knows, Tyler Lockett's getting older. I think it's a solid pick. Let's just hope that Geno continues to play like he did, and he's not a one-year wonder. Otherwise, them passing on a quarterback is not going to look very good. Well, I mean, if, if Geno doesn't play well, that team's not going to come together. I mean, yeah, they, they drafted defenses in this draft, and they, they shore up their secondary. But I, I think the defense still has some some gaps to fill up, right? So, you know, we'll see. And if Geno doesn't play that well, I mean, who, who knows? They could be uh, in the contention for Caleb Williams potentially next year. Whoa, so, whoa, I'm just whoa. saying, if, they, if they're that bad. They are not Arizona uh, Cardinals bad. They are not that bad. Well, come on. They are stacked at receiver. They're stacked at corner. They have good safeties. They have. They don't have a, a bad team. They, they, if they're bad at every position like the Cardinals, maybe we'll start talking Caleb Williams or something like that. They well, won't have a top five pick. I'll tell you that right now. Cardinals might get the number one pick, but they might, sure aren't taking Caleb Williams. I, they're so pick. bad. They are the worst. Know, did you watch Seattle far. slide Texans. at the end of last season? It was pretty, pretty rough to watch, yeah, to be honest. The Texans are getting the number one pick. I mean, Texans Seattle's not. not I'm, I'm just saying. Anymore. I mean, Seattle. I mean, if if Geno stinks, they're probably going to be like, you know, ten or something. So and always in the realm of possibilities to move up to number one. Right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yep. So they can move up with the mm-hmm. card. Well, I, I think the Cardinals will trade back if they get one, anyways. So as they should. Yeah. All right, guys. We do have to take one more break before we get into the rest of the picks in the first round. But as always, you're listening to the Toss the Mic Sportscast, now available on all podcasting platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and more. Thank you for listening to the Toss the Mic Sportscast. If you're listening on a podcast platform like Spotify, please be sure to check out our YouTube channel, Toss the Mic Sportscast, or go to uwgb.edu slash gbx to listen to us live. Thank you for listening. I'm back with all my friends here, Dylan, Eli, Chris, and guest Sam. We've got more draft to get into today. Why are we laughing over here? Are we laughing about a pig over here? We're just laughing at Sam. Okay, oh, nice. we're getting right back He's into it. He's a really the- funny guy, you know what I mean? Yeah, Sam is the funniest guest we've had by far uh, for context. Oh, we've had only also, our also, the least guest, funny. So, yeah. also the least funny. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. true. What? Right. And everything in between. I'm not a guest. I run right. this show now. Okay, I guess he's here forever. He's now. the host now, actually. You want to do your your spiel? Nah, right. no, no, no. Really? Okay. Let's get into it. I'll do that. We'll, back we'll to the receiver. Oh, okay. Back to the receiver renaissance <laughs> here with uh, the twenty first pick being the L A Chargers taking Quentin Johnson, receiver out of TCU. What do you guys think? All right, well, I'll just start it off. I like this pick. I like QJ. Pretty high on him, probably more than consensus. But um, when I look at this pick, I just think Mike Williams replacement. Uh, I agree. Yeah. Well, he's not 
despite him being a big receiver, he's not a contested catch guy. If you watch his film, I, you won't see him make big catches. You'll see him so, make big. I'm not saying he's a bad receiver by any means because he can make plays with the ball in his hand. The yards after catch is insane with this guy. That's why he's going in the first round. That's why they made a national championship. Yeah, and keep in mind, he has time to develop these traits here, John. Yeah, but you're not drafting him to replace a guy like Mike Williams who can get any ball when it's in the air. He'll catch okay, anything. Okay, okay. Oh, my God, he's like 18, right? Who? 21. I don't know. The no, guy. 22. Anyways, he's my number one receiver for a reason. He's like, he's literally built in a lab. You can't. You can't tell me he isn't. He's he's ridiculous, and I, I think physically, yes. Yeah, right. And as far as hands go, you can teach him to catch differently. And I think with um, I can't remember if it was his own personal coaches and things like that that were av- advising NFL teams and things like that. They are confident that he's going to be able to correct those skills. And it could have been a coaching mishap uh, for him at TCU where they weren't really hard on him with his hands. But, you know, as far as skills go, you know, like hands are probably the least thing I'm concerned about when drafting a receiver. Uh, what? To, what? To be honest, yeah. Especially when, especially when he can sit behind Keenan Allen and Mike Williams, if Gosh, only for man. this year. This isn't the quarterback position. You can't just sit behind someone as a receiver like that. What, what are you You're talking about? I disagree. You can be he's the fourth receiver play. on the team and he's still He's not going to be the fourth receiver. on. The, he's going to be playing. He's picking I just don't know round. where he's going to play. I guess Keenan Allen would play the slot. Yeah, that could happen. He's too, yeah. he's too slow at this point to really be effective in the slot. I mean, he's an all-right route runner, but he's getting old. I don't think he can really run routes as good as he used to. When I saw this pick, I know they're totally different players, but I saw Keenan Allen replacement. That guy's not going to be on the team in two years. He's getting yep. old. He's washed up. I know he still kind of puts up numbers, but I don't know how he does it because this guy is not getting open. It must just be Justin Herbert's fantastic ball placement and him just being an elite quarterback. But I'm excited to see the offense, especially with Kellen Moore in there now and adding another weapon in QJ. I think Justin Herbert is going to become, if he's not already, a top three quarterback in the league this season, and I think QJ is there to reap the benefits. Uh, I'm going to correct myself here for a second. If you have a receiver that's like 5'9", 180, and has drop issues, then yeah, I mean, I'm Amari not... Rodgers. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm not going to be too high on him, but when you have a 6'4 receiver that's like built like a truck... The the hands just I mean it's not as large of a concern. Yeah, for me. I think you can always coach that up. Yeah, I mean hands are kind of just feel feel for the position, but I think just enough reps on the jugs machine you can get a lot better at catching and just working with coaches. And I think he's shown some of that in OTAs actually. There's been there there have been. I'm some not very really well versed on changes OTAs. I also I wouldn't be just selling yourself on OTAs because well, that's just selected not. clips. I mean, that, that Tampa Bay yeah, OTA Tampa clip Bay that clip came <laughs> out was clearly <laughs> just clipped of all his missed throws in practice. No. They don't clip together all their throws that they made. Yeah, They're but how are you missing that narratives. many throws in an entire practice on air routes? They were like, like yeah, 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 okay, right. There's 10-yard okay. slant. Yeah. But, so, okay, totally Here, I'm going to go back but. to QJ and what Chris was saying earlier about um, Keenan Allen replacement. I definitely think that one of Keenan Allen and Mike Williams will be gone in the next two Two years, probably, I'd say. And in terms of target replacement, it's going to be one of them, and I think QJ can do just that. Yeah, I think Mike Williams is going to be the one that stays. They invested a very, very high pick into him a few years ago. He's been pretty, pretty good when he's been on the field. He just hasn't been on the field very much. I think Mike Williams still being young and him having a lot of talent is going to keep him on the roster, and Keenan Allen being 33, 34 years old, getting up there, I don't think he has much time left in the league, and I think QJ is going to take his targets 
although him and Mike Williams kind of being the same, like physicality of a receiver, both being large. Um, I think that'll kind of it'll kind of be interesting to see it. But I think if they get a solid guy in the slot that can kind of bridge the gap between those between those guys, I think they'll be just fine. Definitely, yeah. All right, on to pick number twenty-two. Speaking of five-nine speedy receivers. The Baltimore Ravens at pick 22 selected Zay Flowers, wide receiver out of Boston Woo! College. Oh, yeah. yeah. Love this pick. What do you guys think? I love Zay Flowers. He is so fun to watch. <laughs> Eagles legend, Zay Flowers, that is. Boston Sorry. College Eagles. Boston Co- Yeah, no, well, yeah. Good, yeah, that, good Boston good fans Chris. don't like the Philadelphia Eagles. You, okay, well, they like the Boston College Eagles, and this man is the best Boston College receiver that has ever come out of the program. And this is a steal for the Ravens. Uh, if he if, is Odell like gonna play or is he yeah, just like, yeah he's, he's gonna, gonna be like gonna play. Play. he got a big like, contract. He's be the first option. Him yeah. or his Rashad. contract is about he's getting, fifteen. Oh yeah, million Rashad. Guaranteed. I forgot about fifteen million guaranteed. Him, him alongside Rashad Bateman and Odell. It's gonna be with Lamar. Lamar resigned, right? Yeah. Correct. Yeah. He's yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. That's gonna be lethal. That's gonna be absolutely lethal. That's a, like a that's a very underrated. Combo like a very underrated receiver. Uh, what's the word for that? Room. Tandem. We'll say Room. tandem. There you go. Adam. Yeah, Duo that's a big trio. One. I I like Zay Jeez. Flowers' pick. Um, they needed to revitalize that receiver room. I mean, you got Odell. How much is he really gonna do coming off of how many injuries he's had? Hasn't played in a year and a half. He's got a ring though. He does have a ring. <laughs> what about yeah. the Super Bowl? He, he didn't see. He didn't see the field in the last yeah. half of that ring yeah, because he was hurt. He was going to be the Super Bowl MVP. There's okay. nothing you could tell me that would convince me otherwise that Who he was? wasn't on his way to Hold the on. game of his life. Aaron Donald was right. Aaron Donald? No, he did not. It win. was probably Stafford. Yeah, it was Stafford probably. Oh, look, but I, I'm. Yeah, fact he hasn't played there. in a year and a half. Is the problem? I, I don't think, think it was Stafford. Adding, it was Aaron Donald. It, it, it has it to be Aaron Donald. All right, let talk. I'm sorry. Cooper Cup. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. yeah he oh, caught the game-winning touchdown. Guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry Good to cut Lord. you off, Chris. Yeah, okay. Bye, man. For the Sorry. fourth time I here. Here he goes I, again. I think Zay Flowers is a great pick. Um, he's going to fit right into that offense, definitely in the slot. I mean, if they haven't playing outside, I mean, what are you doing? But um, with Bateman and Odell on the outside, I think that's going to be a solid room. Um, I don't think Odell is really going to produce much considering he's coming off an ACL tear and he's getting old. And he's playing outside. And and he's playing outside. So I don't know how much production you're necessarily going to get out of him. I think the Ravens will still struggle a little bit in the passing attack considering I don't think Lamar is the best passer. I think he's better than most people say he is. But I don't, I don't think he's really a top-tier passer in the league. I am interested uh, yeah. to see what Todd Munkin can come in and do at OC. I think, I don't know, I don't know what his Yikes. system really was in Georgia. Who, who I don't is the quarterback, excuse me, John, who was the quarterback when Todd Munkin was, you know, with the Browns? Well, Todd Munkin, he led the worst offense I've ever seen. In yeah, Cleveland. who is the quarterback? Johnny Football? No, he led, he, he led the Baker me, Mayfield. He Odell, led the Sean Kaiser. Oh, no, Baker he, Mayfield. He was the quarterback? Browns yeah, he legend. He took all the talent we had in 2019, which was a lot of talent, and he somehow made it bad. Didn't convert well, to some, wins. Most of this blame is on Freddie Kitchens, but come on, Todd remember, Munkin. John, remember, the when, offensive coordinator. John, remember when Baker was on the Browns and he was like, he was pretty you, good you're his Browns. number one fan, and now you just... No, I don't despise the guy. I don't despise the guy. Yeah, I love him. Do. I want to see him succeed in Tampa, but obviously that. he's not showing off pretty well there. He right is, he's the best replacement for Tom Brady. 
She's the next goal. Bro, what? Okay, I don't think, okay, I don't okay. think the okay. Buccaneers think right, that. Let me get back to what I was saying oh, for the can fifth I, time. Can I make a comment on Zay Flowers, though? Okay, sure. I have him on my fantasy team. Nope, <laughs> Nobody nope, cares. No, no, no. Oh, listen, my God. Shut up. Listen, shut and, up. and as, far, as far as receivers go in this class, I feel like he's the one receiver that you can basically count on to start week one and produce. JSN. JSN, 100%. Well, yeah. Outside but. of JSN. But I disagree. I think all of them are going to produce. Yeah. Zay Zay I think Flowers, all of these first round guys can probably. I know, do that. I know. Yeah. But Zay Flowers is polished, though. He's really polished. And, and the thing you were mentioning about him and playing outside, he did it in college, and yeah, he's 5'9. But the thing I about it, that, I don't think it's exactly 5'9. He five is nine. so good at making contested catches. I don't think it's 5'9 either. It's probably, he's short. That's all I know. That's can someone fact fact check that, please? Yeah, I'm looking at he, it. Right now. Zay Flowers height. Let me check. Google search. He is not five nine. Yeah, he's five nine. No Here way. So. Five nine hundred and eighty two well, pounds. For five Only 30, 29 and one quarter inch arms. Well, we guessed okay. it on the on the dot. And, he's and, tiny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, can, that means he's fast for the NFL. Yeah, you probably want you probably want him playing in the slot. But for a, someone that has that contested catch ability and separation and route running, all of that, he's going to be. Oh, he's going to be dangerous in the slot. Uh, the slot. So the only problem is, is he ain't he ain't going to be dangerous if Lamar can't get him the ball. Well, hey, he, he likes the facts. Okay. He likes the middle of the hey, field. Hey, let though. me go on a Lamar Jackson tangent. Go here. ahead. Oh, All right. Yeah. He wins the MVP in 2019. He leads the league in passing touchdowns. It's let's 2023. Stop. Okay, buddy. Let's stop the hate on Lamar. Who do we have at receiver I, during that come time? Come on, like, boys. Who did, who, right, who, let's let him talk. Hold let's on. Let him talk. Who did Lamar have at receiver in 20, what, does 2019? Doesn't matter. He led the league in no, no, passing not, touchdowns. That's a good thing if you don't remember. I, yes, I know. <laughs> I'm not disparaging Lamar. What I'm saying is he has, he's had nothing, like had no Marquise support Brown, for the last couple of years. During... During 2019, that run that he had, he actually had support around him at wide receiver. Uh, In the last few years, they have been banged up, completely banged up. And, yeah, I get get it. You draft Rashad Bateman the first round, but he just hasn't been able to see the field that much. Um, And they haven't had depth behind him. Who who, who do they have? Demarcus Robinson or something? I don't know. If if you're talking about 2019, those were not his receivers. He had, like... Uh, Seth Roberts was with yeah. them. No, I don't know if you want to uh, hear Marquise this 2019 Brown. depth chart. They had potential at receiver. <laughs> had, Willie Sneed. They had yeah, Willie, Willie Sneed, yeah. Miles Boykin. Ooh, he was with the team in 2023 too. I don't even know if they had Marquise Brown yet. In 2019, they I know they didn't really have a true number one, but they had a lot better depth than what they have right now, in my opinion. They <laughs> did have Marquise Brown. Yeah, yeah, there you go. I was right. He didn't play though. I'm rarely right, so I like to celebrate these times. They have... Did they have Marquise Goodwin at some point? Nope. No. Okay. Marquise nope. Goodwin is a Brown currently. He was a Seahawk, wasn't he? He was yeah. a Seahawk last year. Yeah, he's yeah. been on yeah. every team, Niner. dude. He's been on every he's team. He's had some flashes, but he's yeah. also yeah. old. Well, he's just going to get to the next no, pick. I know I said don't overreact to OTA footage, but, man, he is catching some dimes from Deshaun right now. Oh, brother. <laughs> dude, how did this get to the Browns? <sighs> because he brought up a Browns. All right, next pick. We had the Minnesota Vikings at pick number 23 taking Jordan Addison, wide receiver out of USC. How do you guys feel about this one? W pick. W pick. Um, here, let me say this. It's not an L value-wise, but situationally, are like, you serious? Yeah, do, the they Vikings, even, do they even need a wide receiver? They do. They needed a wide receiver, too. Like K.J. Osborne is your wide receiver. K.J. Osborne oh, yeah. is okay, kind of point. a W, though. I like no. him as yeah, a he's, he's a W as a, as a player. He's a W as a wide receiver, three. I like him there, but when he's your wide receiver, two, it's getting a little... 
A little yeah, rough. I guess. I would have waited for the you know second or third round if I was the well, Vikings. Yeah, their team is not very good. Well. So yeah, I, I don't understand why their defense needs severe help. That's what I'm saying. I mean, so. was there someone available on the defensive line there that they could have taken? You know, at, instead of Addison yeah. or something um, like that. You know, I mean, you got the Miles Murphy taken, but I don't. You got the Nolan Smiths. Yeah, Miles, Nolan Smith Miles was Murphy. right there on yeah, the board. Yeah, Miles Murphy, but just. Anything at defense would have helped. That defense yeah. was literally the worst defense like in history. Isn't that almost. secondary pretty Honestly, awful? Too. The secondary was horrendous. Yeah. Now. Here, let me this do a throwback. This may have been the Vikings' only W this offseason. Let me do a throwback to last week um, when Chris said that they had Joe, Jimmy, and Smith or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Bobby, That's Bobby, Joey, defense. and Jimmy. That's on their defense. defense. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they didn't have much and. I think Jordan Addison's a solid player. I mean, you can never go wrong with too many wide receivers, but they just had so many more needs. I mean, anywhere on the defense. Like, Vikings fans are just pleading for them to get a defense. They gave up probably 30 points a game last year, and they still won 12 games. I don't know how they did it, but I think Jordan Addison will be fine, but they need defense so bad. And they and then, traded away their entire defense, too, that was worth anything. Yeah. Just a final note here on Jordan Addison. Um, he looked like a really good prospect coming into the combine. Then he runs pretty slow, and he weighs really nothing, pretty much. Weighs pretty much John here. Whoa, that's <laughs> a low blow at this table here. But just okay, kidding. continue um, when Sam is here. But what, I like still like this pick. twenty five. <laughs> No, but, I used to be a buck fifty. Oh, I lost that. <laughs> I mean, anyway, into, into the combine, we were thinking Packers, Jordan Addison at 12, perfect route runner here. And the route running is what's going to carry him through to make the value worth here. I mean, the combine results were pretty poor, almost as bad as Kayshawn Boutte, and you saw what, that, what happened to him there. Falls to the th- third round, I believe. Maybe I even think more. It was even later, this is like yeah. fifth, maybe. Possibly. I'm not sure. Just for comparison's sake, he weighs as much as Josh Downs does, and Josh Downs is 5'9", Jordan Addison's 5'11". So there's kind of a there's a weight problem there. Yeah, and when you're not fast at that um, at that weight, I mean, we learn about this in physics with momentum problems. Okay. You're gonna get <laughs> nerd. And now you're gonna um, get um, might smoked. give like a. You'll be dead in the water, you know what I mean? Yeah. I might give a bad take here, but maybe he looked good only because he played with Caleb Williams last year. Is that a bad what? take? No, man? that's a bad take. Well, I mean, I'm just saying. L- that's see what he did at Pitt? Did you see what he did at Pitt? I mean, Wasn't you could say. Wasn't he the Bolitnikoff yeah, winner? Yeah, he was the Bolitnikoff winner at Pitt, but you could say Kenny Pickett as well. You could say Kenny Pickett there. So John's got something, but I think Well, it's I'm not saying that's my take. I'm just saying that because I don't know much about him. I see that he's played with Caleb Williams last year and Kenny Pickett the year before that. It's a fair take, but I would uh, say it's an L take. But. All right, back to the NFL draft order here. The Giants picked next, and they went corner for Maryland, Deontay Banks. What do you guys think of this one? I admittedly don't know much about him. I have seen that he is he was a late riser through the combine, and I think he has a strong skill set. I mean, physically, let me look at what he is physically. He is six foot 197. I think that's solid for any corner. Um, out of Maryland, that Maryland defense was very solid this year, so I think he'll be fine. I don't really know what else the Giants could have done. I mean, replace their quarterback, but they just signed him to a massive extension. And it's not that massive. It's just a Daniel Jones type of extension. Yeah, a $40 million a year extension. Yeah, it's compared to what other quarterbacks are being paid, that's a Daniel Jones But I just extension. think this is just a, a pick of all time. 
I mean, it's a pick. Yes. It is a pick. Okay, uh, I actually really like this pick. I'm just gonna say in here, I don't think it's sleepy. I like this pick a lot because Deontay Banks ran a four three eight. He's six foot two, and he he is not six foot two. He is six foot one ninety seven. Oh, well, six foot wrong. <laughs> same you thing. Same thing. Are oh, wrong. Oh no, guys. I'll look at it later, but same wrong. Thing. Um, he did run. He did run a four three eight, and he hits people hard. I love it. Great pick for the Giants. <laughs> yeah, he hits them hard. I'm not. He's a very physical corner, and I like watching that. So it's too hard. I'm higher on him. The uh, other players. Okay, so who did uh, the Giants lose their corner? Who did they have at corner? Oh, he is six year? foot. I was. Did the did they have a weak cornerback room? Did they have James Bradbury? Or is that the James Eagles? Bradbury's on the yeah, Eagles? Yeah, yeah, I know. Okay, there you go. I thought he. Could they needed him. a corner. Yeah, so because they lost James Bradbury. Okay. Anyone else have any thoughts on Deontay Banks going to no. the Giants? Okay, thank you, Sam. <laughs> You're the best. Okay. Dalton Kincaid at number 25 to the Buffalo Bills. Tight end. What do you guys think? I have strong feelings about this. Go ahead, Craig. I think this is one of the biggest dubs of the entire draft. I know they have Dawson Knox already, but he's basically already been showing the door at this point. I don't think he's anything special. Dalton Kincaid, easily the number one tight end on the board. I think tight end has really been losing a lot of positional value over the years, but we've seen now what a Mark Andrews and a Travis Kelsey can do to your offense. And I think that Don Kincaid is basically Travis the Kelsey. prototype of a Travis Kelsey. His route running is amazing for a tight end. He has really solid hands. He can catch the ball. He's a large human. His after-the-catch is phenomenal. I think that he's going to be a huge weapon for the Buffalo Bills offense. I don't really necessarily think they need a tight end at all. Um, I think they could have addressed a lot of other needs to put them over the hump, but I think Dalton Kincaid is going to be a, an amazing player for them, and I hope that he can contribute to their offense right away. He's no Gronk, though. No oh, yeah. Gronk. He's Come not on. Gronk. He is not at not all even the same comparable. Not Gronk. even comparable. The I, I love Dalton Kincaid. I think that USC game in that uh, in the Pac-12 championship, yeah. that put him on the map. I watched that game because I'm an Ohio State fan. If, if I love Dalton Kincaid. I love that guy. He sent problem- the Buckeyes to the playoffs. The only problem with Dalton Kincaid is that he is 23 years old. He is on the older side. Um, not Stetson Bennett, though. He is not Stetson Bennett. <laughs> um, Dalton Kincaid, I, I think they picked him to produce right away. So I think Buffalo's going to be looking at a lot of 21 personnel this season or 22 with two tight ends, one running back or two tight ends, two running backs, get him and Dawson Knox, Dawson Knox on the field. Um, Devin Singletary is no longer on the team, correct? Nope. Uh, nope. It's um, James Cook. Damian Harris. James Cook. Oh, uh, Damian Harris. He's Devin a solid Singletary player. So I think they will be running. I think they're going to change their offense a little bit. They're going to be running a lot more of the 22 and 21 stuff, um, utilizing two tight ends, considering they don't really have a solid third receiver. So they can insert Don Kincaid in as their third receiver in a sense and kind of be that Travis Kelsey, Kyle Pitts type of guy. Yeah, I like this pick, especially when you consider Kincaid can play a lot of slot snaps. He can, and that's what I like about it as well. Yeah. All what right. about Khalil Shakir at wide receiver? Three? Dude, okay. he's such a non-factor. Really? Yeah. yeah. Josh Allen carries so. him. Is his think... last name Shakira? It's no, Shakir. Shakir, oh, yeah. Never mind. Or is it I think Isaiah McKenzie was a better wide receiver than him, and he is no longer on the Sam team. Yeah, Sam Isaiah McKenzie well, he's in year won that one. slot job. I love Shakira. Well, he's a rookie. It's Isaiah McKenzie. Yeah, Sam was about to go on a tangent mm-hmm. about Shakira here on a sports show. Yeah, her Super Bowl show. <laughs> okay, Let's move on. moving on, moving on, moving on. Uh, at the number 26, it's Mozzie Smith to the Cowboys defensive tackle out of Michigan. 
Is it Mazzie Smith or is it Mazzie? It's Mazzie, yeah. Mazzie, like in Siege. I think Eli has a strong opinion on this, so we'll let him go first here. Okay. Um, They have a huge need at nose tackle, defensive tackle, so what better to do than take Mazzie Smith, who is pretty big. He's uh, 6'3", 323 pounds, out of Michigan. I'm not exactly sure that he's the best tackle to take here, but he's a big boy. Throw him on the line. He'll make stuff happen, stop the run. I think it... Uh, fills a hole on the team, and if you're trying to get better and win now, I think it's a great pick. I agree. Uh, you can never have too many defensive linemen, and I think he's gonna—he's a plug-and-play guy. He's gonna play right away. They were—I tar- believe they were targeting Dalton Kincaid though, and when Buffalo yeah. moved up in front of them, they just kind of had to settle for their second guy, and they were kind of panicking. So I think they panic picked Mozzie Smith, but I don't think it was a terrible panic pick. I think he's gonna be great for them. And I, he's a plug-and-play guy. He's always going to be solid with that run-stopping ability. So he's always going to see the field. Yeah. I lost my train of thought because of Sam, but... <laughs> my know. fault. Sam, what were you doing? I was... <laughs> just keep moving. He's the oh, funny oh, guy Oh, okay. Here I've got it back. So um, I really like that they didn't get Kincaid because I'm a huge Jake Ferguson fan. Go Badgers. You know how it is. Okay. Go Badgers. Anyone else have any thoughts on this, Sam? I know. He it's a solid not. pick. It's a solid pick. Eli pretty much, you know, summed it up. Good athlete, so. Okay. Next pick? Yeah, he has no more thoughts. If he has no thoughts, apparently. Okay. With the next pick. I got this one, John. It's a sleeper. With the next pick at the 27th overall pick, the Jacksonville Jaguars select offensive tackle from Oklahoma, Anton Harrison. How do you guys feel about this one? Sleepers. Sleepers. You guys guys are sleeping on him. It's boring. Forgot to set my alarm again. It's a boring pick, but I think it's a great pick. Like, Jaguars, let's get some flair. Hey, you got to help (laughs) T-Law. No, I don't care. Shut up. Oh, oh, I can't say shut up. Oh, I said it again. (laughs) Oh, no. I just really. Let's get some flair here, guys. Listen, 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 John, listen. Like, they just made the playoffs. They're a fun team. They want to protect their quarterback. They're not winning the Super Bowl. We need I'm sorry. Flair. I'm sorry, Jacksonville. T Law's getting better by no, the year. No, listen. Come they're on. not winning Urban the Super Bowl. You gotta buy the stock. Urban Meyer's the worst person of all time. Exactly. They're not winning a Super Bowl. Goodell's gonna like rig it somehow okay. because that's what guys are here. Jacksonville. Yeah, that's what, but I, I Who lives that. in Jacksonville? Chris. Like Relocate the A lot team. of old people, I'll tell you that right yeah, now. Yeah, old well, retired just, nerds. The city's just gross. Exactly. Who, who cares about the city? There's let's talk about the yeah, yeah, anyway. Let's, I was let's talk about the that. young man, Anton Harrison, who just had his NFL and life goals fulfilled here by Jacksonville. No I think that... Him. I'm just saying. It's I think boring. that Anton boring, Harrison yeah. is no definitely problem. a solid pick. Like, you're the Jaguars. Make it. I mean, make it more fun. Sam, in terms of Sam, come on, quiet. We need in, flair. In terms of value, where's the flair? Sam, okay, guys, <laughs> we don't need flair. We need good players. And Anton Harrison no is going to be a great player. In terms of value at the tackle position, I think some people are lower on him um, as a first round pick, but I still think it's great. I mean, the Jags like him. Why not bring him in? Bring T. Law some protection. I think it's a great pick. And I think it's a great pick considering they're. Original starter at left tackle, Cam Robinson, is suspended for the first six games of the 2023 season. Why? For using performance-enhancing drugs. Who? L. Cam Robinson is actually a very solid player. Sorry, I was falling He's asleep over here. Go ahead. No disrespect to Anton so Harrison boring. at all, by the way. This all is right. Anton, Harrison, fun. Anton Harrison. All the disrespect to player. Anton. No, 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 no. Let's not. Anyways, not real, not real take. That is a great, large human that you're making fun of. Right great now. pick. Great pick. 
it's at a need. Protect T-Law. Well, you know, whatever you can. T-Law is the guy. He's the future. The Jags are in a great spot. He's a Walmart version of Justin Herbert. What right, is wrong? Down. That settle is down. not settle even. Down. That's not as They're fair not comparable. comparison. They are comparable. What's different? John. How are they incomparable? Tell me. How are they different? Different Compared QB. Who cares? They are coming out. Two strong okay. arm, big <laughs> quarterbacks. Let's go to. Let's go to 28 here. At the 28th pick, yeah, the Cincinnati Bengals selected Miles Murphy, Sam? Edge out of Clemson. We're sleeping again. Yeah. This, picture, oh, this, this pick is not sleeping. That's not, that, this guy's a beauty. We need flair. beauty. Dude, who cares? About, you're not going to see any flair for the rest of the first round. It's all yeah. defensive yeah, linemen. Yeah, I know. It's so much sleeping. Okay, Miles right, Murphy. walk out. No, I see. I see one more that's Miles Murphy. He fell in the draft. A lot of people would say he should have went higher. <laughs> it's great value for the Bengals. <laughs> Dylan has actually just walked. He actually out of the left studio. the studio. No way. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now that he's gone, let's get serious again, guys. Look at his size: six five, two seventy. Guy's a giant. Is that correct? He's got glasses. He's, he's a yep. nerd. Six five, two sixty eight. Correct. I mean, this guy was a pretty solid prospect. I love the pick from from the Bengals. Um, Nothing wrong with D-lineman. I hope he works out. Yeah. yeah, it's not like the Bengals needed anything on the offensive line. Yeah, the Bengals have a pretty complete roster, so I think they were just drafting best player available here. And I don't really think Miles Murphy was the best Their player available. Their secondary is nowhere close to complete, by the way. Yeah. Says the Browns fan. Yeah. Their on. roster isn't complete. They have a good quarterback, which means a lot to, to winning. Well, so. they had a solid defense all season. So yeah, and they lost most of it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that is, that is problematic. But I don't think Miles Murphy... I don't think he was the best player available. I think Nolan Smith was the best player available. But I w think take, if they take. were going yeah, for if they were going for power off the edge and size, I think Miles Murphy was their guy. But I'm sorry to ask this question during the podcast, but where is Dylan right now? He, he he's just standing in the hallway. Left. He's in the he's hallway. He's just waiting we for this segment him. to end. We and can honestly, see him in the reflection here. He's doing a bit. And I, okay. This isn't he's a good literally bit. He, just okay. he He's not an pretty, informed pretty poor NFL stuff going fan, on. apparently. <laughs> not a good bit. Next pick. Let's Our go. next pick at number 29. The Saints are picking here. Brian Breeze, defensive tackle out of Clemson. Another pick from yeah, the defensive Brian line. Brian Breeze. Breeze. L. I don't see a Z in there, but okay. Breeze. Oh, my gosh. John, and, just read it. And Brian Breeze is his yeah. name. Uh, oh, Dylan's back. No hey, way. I don't know. A lot of people were mocking Hello him there. top 10. <laughs> he was mocked Everyone's earlier in the draft. I think, I think the people mocking him top 10 were... Outrageous! I don't think there's a chance he's going to go top ten. I think at twenty nine, it's it's all right value. I don't really think he's very good as a prospect, but um, he had a very solid junior season. Uh, senior season didn't really live up to the hype, but obviously he was dealing with a lot of personal issues. I think that really reflected in his play. I think twenty nine is a solid spot for him, considering the Saints just kind of need players. Yeah, why not they're get a big kinda, boy? They're just kind of a team in the NFL. There's nothing really special about them. So, and they go with the not very special pick and pick Brian Bruzy. They're like the Nuggets, but like they didn't make the Super Bowl. So They're like the Nuggets, but bad. Yeah, he, exactly. He's definitely a boomer bust guy for sure. You know, he is. <clears throat> Who he's would, huge. You, would he's, know, you would know that. You just walked in randomly halfway through when we were talking about him. He's 6'6", 300 pounds, and he can play on the interior defensive line anywhere. So, Stop okay. the run. He, he's pretty good pass rusher. We'll see what happens with this pick, but I, I like it. Number 30, what should have been the Super Bowl champion, Philadelphia Eagles picked Nolan Smith, defensive end, out of Georgia. That stifling defense, that national championship defense. What do you guys think? I like this pick a lot. Um, 
a lot of people said he was going to go top 10 or top 15. Um, for him to fall at 30 and them to snag it, I think is an ultra W. Um, Nolan Smith has a lot of speed around the edge. He's only 230-something pounds, so it doesn't really have much power. I think if they line him up at the wide nine, which is what we're expecting them to, um, he's going to offer a lot in the pass rush, but not really much in run support, which is not the worst thing in the world considering Philadelphia already has a lot that they can offer in terms of run run defense. And he can just come in on passing downs and... Yeah, and yeah. he can just rotate. They already have a solid foundation of yeah. defensive linemen. They just drafted Jalen Carter. They have Fletcher Cox. They have, I think, still Brandon Graham. They Jordan have guys Davis. Like that. Jordan Davis, who can plug up the middle. I think this is a solid pick to bolster their D-line. And as I always say, you can never have too many defensive linemen. And, um, says it too. Yeah. And yes, uh, this is why I think he fell a little bit in the draft, because the Eagles are the perfect fit for him. You know, because he's not supposed to be a main guy off the edge. I think right away he'll be a rotational guy, and that's why I like this pick. It's great value, and they love their Georgia defensemen. Yep, defensive and uh, players. Good spot for him, right? I mean, he wasn't projected, like, you know, top of the first round or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, it's just people a lot of people. A lot of people thought he would be yeah. early. They had a lot of people had him mock number 10 to the Philadelphia Seriously? Eagles. Seriously? That's wild. Okay. A lot of people thought, yeah, Eagles at 10. As Chris well, said, he ran a four three nine forty yard dash off Some the edge, Packers. forty one and a half vertical jump. I mean, this guy's uh, this guy's an athlete, and yeah. I I don't really think that you can go wrong with an athlete. So that's true. He's got some work to do. So he does. He does, but I think he'll be solid. Former number one player in the class. Yeah. All right, number thirty one, the last pick in the first round because uh, the Dolphins did something bad tampering. Don't do that, NFL teams. So the last pick in the first round, it is the Kansas City Chiefs. They took Felix Anaduki Uzama, Anaduke. Butcher, really? Felix Anaduke Uzama mocked in the first round. I don't think, but at the at thirty one, it's his last name, Sam. I know. I'm just trolling. Oh my gosh, Sam! We can't. <laughs> have you it's in here not anymore. pronounced like that. It's Shimre DK. Is how you pronounce it. Shimre DK. There you go. But uh, Felix on a DK and Zama. Um, I mean, Kansas State edge. Not really much about him. He's just kind of a pick. Um, you kind of had to go best player available. And if they really thought this is the best player available, then props to them. I mean, they don't really have much to fill on their line. I get, or on their team. I guess defense and receiver. But you weren't going to pick a receiver at the end of the first round. No matter who they take, they would win the Super Bowl anyway. Yeah, this, this, team's, this team's the best. This team's the best team in the league anyway. I, I think, don't really think. That I like this guy. Matter. If you're a contending team, so much so as the Chiefs are, which contend every year, they're more the contenders Mahomes. at this point. Yeah, it, it, nothing wrong with just getting a guy that can rotate in on the D line, and in this case, he might even play more than that. But facts. And uh, this is kind of unrelated, but. In a lot of my Packers mock drafts, I had the Packers taking him in the second round, so I love this guy. But, yeah. He was really We took Lucas Van Ness, so didn't need him. Well, that is the end of the first round. We won't be doing all the rest of the rounds because uh, that would be uh, very long and very grueling. So we'll just go over some of the players in the future rounds. The second round, we'll definitely go over a few. But we can't do that now. We're going to take a break. This is the Toss the Mic Sportscast. Thank you for listening to the Toss the Mic Sportscast. If you're listening on a podcast platform like Spotify, please be sure to check out our YouTube channel, Toss the Mic Sportscast, or go to uwgb.edu slash gbx to listen to us live. Thank you for listening. 
and welcome back to the Toss the Mic Sportscast for our last segment of the day. I'm still yes, with, sir. I'm still with my pals Dylan, Eli, Chris, and not so much a guest anymore, Sam. Tom. I'm here, baby, full yes. time. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. Let this guy go Bruins. What was the contract? Go Red Sox. Yeah. Go yeah. Celtics. Cents, go uh, Patriots. Man, go Celtics, man. Hey, man. Roll Ray. Boston College. Roll Boston College, Eagles. John, That's what you sound like. That's what you sound come like. Over can, there. can we negotiate a contract really quick? <laughs> negotiate. Yeah, let's hear it. Two cents. Just give me a Lego set. No, no. We need the we need oh, the terms. Lego set, man. I'll like, give you the, the, the forklift Lego set. Oh, I already have that. Hey, we'll pay you to not come on the show. How about that? How many months? How many months are we doing? I'm going to be here whenever I want because this is my show. Okay, so you give us. A thousand dollars to be on the podcast. We're just getting started. This dude. isn't the Supreme Court, Sam. I am. Oh the my law. gosh, Dylan! What? All right, let's talk politics. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> right right into politics. Okay, let's All get right. into this. Let's so go. we're gonna cover a little bit of the second round picks here. Who we think is the like most notable picks from the Mr. second William round? Mr. William Levis, and then we'll Mr. Co- Mayo, and then we'll cover the quarterback situations in the NFC North. But of course, right away, right off the bat, second round. Will Levis to the Titans. What do you guys I think? think? You guys, all the guys in this room, know how I feel about Will Levis. Uh, <laughs> This is I don't. such a WWWWWWWWWWWWWWWWWWWWWWWWWWWWWWWWWWWWWWWWWWWWWWWWWWWWWWWWWWWWWWWWWWWWWWWWWWWWWWWWWWWWWWWWWWWWWWWWWWWW
When you're playing in this play-action-style offense, they run a lot of play-action. That's why Ryan Tannehill has been at least decent in the past few years playing for the Titans because he's really good at play-action. He's going to be Will Levis is going to be able, able to take those that style of play off of Ryan Tannehill a little bit. He's going to learn a little bit about it, and he's going to succeed in this offense where he doesn't have to make many reads. He's not a great decision maker. That's one of his big knocks. Well, it, it's a it's a big knock, but I think it's overstated. I, I don't think mm-hmm. it's as far as you know. Yeah. People act like he's this big dummy. Dummy, he really isn't. Like he, you can see him going through his progressions, and it's just sometimes he's just it's like, "What are you seeing here? What? Are, what? Are, why did you make that throw? Yeah. You know." But it, say it's, that about any it's, it's, it's not all the time. That, you know, it, it, I think it can be coached out, and it's a similar thing. I mean. You know, they'll have to act, uh, work on some of his inaccuracies a little bit, things like that. You know, that's definitely a struggle for him. Um, and his, his pocket presence, he just isn't, you know, sometimes, I don't know, he doesn't look really natural back there, but that's okay. You know, footwork and things like that can be cleaned up too. I, I just think the, uh, you love the athleticism. You just love the, the physical traits. And his, his, his ceiling is through the roof. It's like, you know, Matt Stafford. But, I mean, his floor is, I mean, you're looking at probably Carson Wentz. Yeah. Which... I've- not the worst. Carson Wentz is disrespectful. I'd say his floor is Malik Willis or something. I'd say his floor is out of the league in two years. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Wow. Jamarcus Russell. Russell but Star. I think as long as eh, I shouldn't say that because as long as he has those physical traits, somebody will give him a shot. Yeah. But I think him at Kentucky was a terrible situation. I mean, he was the only good player on that team, like yep. on the offense. Wanda um, Robinson, come on. Uh, well, this year, Wondell Robinson. Yeah, yeah. This year, yeah. this year. This year, I saw some film. I watched some film against Miami of Ohio. They played them in one of the first games of the year. And I've never seen an offensive line at a Power 5 school get so disrespected <laughs> by a defensive line at a Mac school. It was horrendous. I've never seen an offensive line get beat so bad. Will Levis just kind of had to play hero ball, and I think that's where a lot of his bad footwork and poor decisions yep. led to. Um his situation was terrible. His coaching staff, he went through like three or four offensive coordinators throughout college. I think that there's a lot of stuff to blame on why he wasn't successful. Um, and it, let's see if that's actually the reason why. I'm just going to say this. It's pretty eerily similar to the way we were speaking about Jordan Love when he was coming out, uh, about his situation, you know, being less than ideal. You know what I mean? I mean, it was it, it, at Utah State. He was though. Well, yeah. of course not. But what I'm what I'm saying is, is it's that similar um, similar conversation about situation and what you're kind of weighing, you know, as far as the pros and cons go. Like, is it the player or is it the situation? Are we making excuses for him or is this uh, is this a valid, uh, you know, kind of thing to look away from? I guess when you're looking at Will Levis, so. I agree. The only thing that I see different is that Jordan Love was. 21 years old yep, yep. when he came out of the draft, and Will Levis is going to be 24. I feel like you'd hope to have Will Levis a little bit more developed than he is at the age of 24, so that's going to be something to be to keep an eye on, but maybe it's just one of those guys that hits their prime when they turn 30 and not when they turn 26. All right, what about any any notable other picks that you guys like before we get to the Packers' second-round pick? Joey Porter Jr., probably my favorite pick in the second round just because... I mean, people wanted the Steelers to take him in the first round, and they get him in <laughs> with the first pick in the second well, round. Well, technically, pick 32 is it's tec- arguably yeah. a first-round pick. Nah. Yeah, but, but you get what I mean. Year, yeah. Or yeah. no, but... Well, yeah, but... <laughs> it is. He's a really good corner. I mean, 
just value-wise, I think it's a really great se- selection just based on value, and they have a need there, so Sam I just, really like the pick. Can we just talk about how Sam just said something? <laughs> Ten <laughs> feet away from the mic. <laughs> I forgot I was far away. Yeah, he he just went like, hell, that, 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 yeah, that was, that was a really good pick, guys. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man, listen. I don't want to... Things happen, John. I don't say anything. It's okay. Right? You know, I'm only all, human, all right? Yeah, I'm, not, human. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not... This is my first... This is why he's, he's he's the new guy on the podcast now. The new guy. Yeah, this is how but he's going to be soon to be. What's that, the what's head that song, Sam? Only human. You know, I'm only human. I'm we only just got human struck with copyright. <laughs> yeah. No, we can <clears throat> the, the rule cut that out. Te- yep. The rule technically is you can't have 30 seconds of copyright music in your content. So oh. te- technically, we're 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 fine. We are getting away look without at, any legal scrapes. Look at Mr. Legal Scholar over here. Yeah, I'm a I'm a law student here at UWGB now. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> yes, I am. But so communications true. is the new law. All right, where were we? Joey Porter Jr. Now? Yeah, yeah Eli is the only one who has an opinion. Me, 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 me. Yeah, that's otherwise what I was we're, we're all sleeping right, here. That's not a sleeper. But yep, I'm just trolling. We'll move on. Yeah, we're trolling. That's we're trolling. Yeah. Yes, yeah. we, we do will a little move on to the 50th overall pick. Green Bay Packers, wide receiver, Jaden Reed out of Michigan State. How do you guys feel? W pick. The offense pretty much ran through him in Michigan State. Uh, that's he was the one face thing of say. Michigan State. Right. Um, and one thing I'll say about him, though, is, you know, I think he was maybe a little bit more of a third-round guy. However, however, okay. However. Green Bay, I mean, for what they wanted – uh, the receivers that were available there, I mean, I think it was a little bit repetitive what they currently have on their roster. Um, and what Jaden Reed provides is, I think, fairly unique. So that's kind of, I think, why yeah. they saw him as a skill set fit. Yeah, so the Packers moved back and still got their guy here. They allocated a six-round draft pick, I believe, out of doing so. And I really like Jaden Reed because, well, initially I thought it was an L pick when I saw it on, on the uh, – Come across the screen at at the B Dubs, or no, we weren't at B Dubs. Yeah, it was the second point. round. What were you? But I was at B Dubs, not with you guys. Ouch! And then yeah, ouch! Man. He was with well, me. I wasn't, but nice try. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and but now the more I look at it, I really like him. He had some great production at Michigan State, which wasn't a great offense. So. They had such an L quarterback. That yeah, if yeah. he had a good quarterback, he'd be in the first round for sure. Yeah, and it's not a typical Green Bay Packers selection as he's not huge. He's not an athlete necessarily, but he did have some solid production, and he fits a hole in our offense at slot receiver. You can, you can put him outside, but, I mean, do you think he's going to play in the slot? Yes, yeah. there's 100%. no chance he doesn't. He's playing in the slot considering he's 5'11", and you have Christian Watson who's 6'5". Out so you're going to put outside. Romeo and Christian Watson on the outside? I would, and, yes. Yeah. Jaden Reed's skill set is mostly slot. I mean, he's just such a dynamic player. And considering that the entirety of Michigan State's offense ran through him, and I saw him his run-after catchability is really promising for the Packers, I think um, – an underrated skill set that the Packers have struggled with in the last few years and Jaden Reed brings to the table is his punt returning ability. He's returned three punts yes. for touchdowns in Keyshawn college. Nixon is there. I think Keyshawn Nixon is more the kickoff returner. I don't think yeah. they're going to have him returning punts. I think Amari Rodgers and whoever, Randall Cobb, they had returning punts last year. I mean, any team with Randall Cobb returning punts is well, not in a good situation. He didn't return that In 2022. Punts. Yeah. Yeah. He was only there for like if they were punting from like the forty or fifty. I mean, yeah, but come on, um, Jaden Reed is just such a 
dynamic player. He can be a, spe- a great special teamer for them. He can be a great wide receiver. I think his punt returning ability cannot be overstated. Yeah. And I think that's part of the reason why they picked him in the second round, considering he was mocked to go in rounds four and five. But once you get to late round picks, I don't really understand how – I don't really know how accurate those are. Yep. Wake up, Dylan. Uh, oh, we're oh, here. Sorry. Dylan is sleeping on his own favorite team's pick. <laughs> sleep on uh, – it's ladies. Anyone have any, any other, other picks? Se- any Nearing my bedtime, John. Yeah, he's getting tired, guys. Oh, no, no, we can go into the next segment. Wuss. All yeah, right, yeah. for the next segment, we have a little fun thing going here. We're going to evaluate the quarterback situation of every NFL division oh, by God. team. And we're going to start with the NFC North, hometown. We're not going to st- we're, we're gonna start here with the Bears. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Our my God. Quarterback one, they have Justin Fields. Quarterback two, Nathan Peterman. <laughs> Quarterback three, P.J. Yep. Walker, and then a practice squad guy who they, an undrafted guy, Tyson Badgent. Bagent? Badgent. Who cares? Well, he's no, not making the roster. Yeah, he's playing. not making the roster. All right. What do you guys think of Justin Fields? Uh, oh, Justin Fields, God. I'm preparing sure. him to take a huge step forward in this year. <laughs> I don't know about that. Well, let's hope. Let's hope because I'll, I'll hear him out. Will. I'll, I'll, I'll hear out Chris. Team. I'll hear out Chris. But I, I, I'm hoping he makes a huge step. I mean, the Bears put some tools around him. In order to be successful, they beefed up that offensive line. I mean, his rushing ability, I don't think it was going to be able to be like held stable as it was last year. I think it's going to regress a little bit. But I think him taking development as a passer, especially in the third year, I think it's his third year, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, especially in the third year, I think it's going to be huge for his development. If he doesn't get it this year, I don't think he's ever going to get it. So I'm holding out hope that he's going to figure it out this year. And let's hope he takes a big step forward. For my fantasy team's sake, but for the Packers, let's hope he doesn't have a great year. All right. Uh, Justin Fields, a completely different player than what he was at Ohio State. When he was being drafted out of Ohio State, we were thinking that he's going to be a strong-arm quarterback, someone who's going to stay in the pocket and throw. But, you know, with the Bears, you're not going to have an offensive line that will protect you very well. So he's had to adapt himself to be a completely new player. He's scrambling. He's doing everything he can. He's, he's running for 90-yard touchdowns all by himself. He's making everybody miss. He's a true athlete. But I think as you see that the Bears are going to continue to improve their offensive line, you'll see the Ohio State Justin Fields slowly start to come back. You'll, you'll slowly start to see him improve his passing mechanics that everyone seems to hate, especially at this table, the person sitting next to me, as he continues to hate Justin Fields without using his voice next to me. You know what? If, if he wants to talk, he can come talk on, right now. Dylan, Let's go, what do you Bill. think of Justin Fields? Well... He's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. It's a fine pick. The, the thing I feel pick. about Justin, okay, you know, I'm no quarterback expert or anything or guru, you know what I mean? It's just not, not, not me, right? However, you know, people that are smart that I've looked at have kind of looked at some of his throwing mechanics, you know, uh, this, you know, in the OTAs, for example. He pats the ball. It, yeah. It's not just that. It doesn't appear that his release has quickened up. And that was one of the mo- you know, like largest concerns for him coming out of the pre-draft process, right? And it's been three years, and that still has not been cleaned up. I mean, you ask him to throw a screen, and it's like the ball. I mean, it takes like two seconds to get there because he's, he has this like long wind-up. I mean... Of the offensive line, too. Not helping well of course not but i'm just talking about his release and his offensive line has nothing to do with it um so you know that that's obviously a concern 
um, for me. The other thing is he just really hasn't shown the ability to walk through an NFL offense yet or really operate at a high level. I understand the offensive line was poor. I understand he might have not had the best receivers around him. It wasn't an ideal situation for sure. Um, I think he had his moments, but, I mean, his passing yard, you know, statistics, everything, I mean, those are like historic, historic lows. You just, if he Look didn't Look at his have, rushing numbers. Yes, great, great. But can he throw an, a football in the NFL? Will he, he have might a chance? Okay. He has a great arm. Don't get me wrong. He has a great arm. Zach Wilson has a great arm in shorts, too. In shorts, he can't throw it at all in pads. Did, did Justin Fields show that he could? Yeah, obviously. Win. Did you see him play against the Packers? The bomb that all he right. dropped on Jair twice? All right, let's look at the good of Justin Fields here. He's got the potential to be good. He at the, Of course the, he does. Every NFL-caliber quarterback does. That's not why, what we're arguing Okay, here. let's get to what Eli has. The Bears add Darnell Wright with their first-round pick for some offensive tackle help which should, should help Justin Fields this year, so he's not running around for 20 seconds. And then they had DJ Moore, who's a great receiver, great alpha receiver. We'll see what he can do this year. This is his make-it-or-break-it year. 100%. He needs to take a Facts. couple steps, maybe even a great step, to prove that he Huge deserves steps. the starting job. It's almost like Ohio State can't produce and then, NFL quarterback. CJ that's that's a fair point. Justin Fields is no, by no game. means a bust. I'm just kidding, John. Right. I by no means mad. I just made that. I just said that to make you mad. Just do um, approaching it. No, he's not. Not in the slightest. <laughs> you are way overstating it as a Packer fan. Oh, like, gosh. come on. I'm sorry. Okay. He's not a bust by any means. Just take a look. Just to sum passing. up the rest of the room here, PJ Walker, XFL MVP, decent back. XFL I legend. He's a great backup. Um, I just Peterman, really like to watch Nathan him. Peter go. Terrible, Nathan Peterman. Terrible backup. Uh, All right. Move on. Yeah, let's right. move on to the <laughs> next team. Next. Yeah. Vikings. Vikings. How about that? But we got Kirk Cousins, the goat of being a mid. mid. I, I think he's better than mid. Yeah. I, I think he's mid. I agree with John. He. They, stat pads, yeah. Listen. Mm. He's no. got. JJ, that's a casual take, John, and you know it. Well, he doesn't show up in the big situations. That is, he checked true. it down he on a, third and a, nine in the playoffs. He's a big choker. But uh, the, is think, Aaron Rodgers not a big choker? I say this. He actually makes it far. Fan. He is. Aaron Rodgers far. is just a choker in Why, the uh, NFC. All right, we're talking about Kirk Cousins, not Aaron Rodgers. Oh, I know. I'm just but saying. Kirk Cousins, I think, is better than mid. I mean, he's not a top tier quarterback in the league. Um, they, I, I don't think he's going to be on the team very long. He's getting old. He's 34 years old now. I don't think he's going to be one of the Tom Brady guys who can play until he's I think 67 he years old. But I think that them, I mean, Jaron Hall is a mid mid-round guy, but I think they must like him enough that they might let him have a shot once Kirk Cousins decides to yeah, maybe. hang him up. And I think he's going to hang him up sooner than later. I think his contract is expiring very soon. If I'm not mistaken, I'll, I'll give if they Kirk, just extend him. I'll give Kirk another him. three or four years, but I, I just I don't think it's going to be with the Vikings. Um, they have the Vikings have tried to go really. I mean, not completely all in, but they have expected multiple title runs out of this move that they made. What what is it now been like three or four years ago? Her cousins was signed in 2017, 2018. Yeah, wow. Quite a while. It's been a long time. Okay, yeah, I, I just. I don't see it with the Vikings. I really don't. I think they're starting to blow up things, and uh, I think this is really the last year that I mean they can really be expected. If to do they anything. do it's bad, not gonna it's be not going to be on Kirk Cousins. If Kirk no. Cousins. It's on their defense. Yeah. Kirk Cousins is an unrestricted free agent after this season. Ooh. I don't think he's going to get signed anywhere. If he future Patriot do right here, yeah, future Pat's legend. I think he's going to be kind of the Matt Ryan, Phil Rivers, where he just 
floats around. Yeah, yeah that's what I was like gonna say. It reminds me a little bit of Matt Ryan. Yeah, he'll then, get a shot. He'll get a shot. Then with the Lions, we have a very similar quarterback situation with Jared Goff. Jared Goff. I think he's better than Kirk Cousins, to be honest with I, you. I disagree. Yeah. He is. I, I disagree as well. I disagree. Wow. I think they're in the same tier. I think they're kind of the same players. I mean, Kirk Cousins, I think, is a little better. But Jared Goff is not bad by any means. I think the way he's played the last few years has shown Detroit that they don't need to really draft a high quarterback like everyone was saying. I think that Stafford deal was such a dub for them. They got a solid quarterback out of it and, what, two first-round picks? It was also a dub for the Rams, though. Yeah, I the Rams did get their title out of it, but I don't think Matthew Stafford. Well, he was he he's was the missing piece, but he was I don't very really good think that he year. Has much left. Yeah, yeah. I think he's got some good years left in him. I, I think Jared Goff and you know both Jared and Kirk are both really, really elite bridge quarterbacks. That's kind of the Ooh, way I man. see them. Um, a little bit better. Than both that. of them really don't provide that much upside. I, w- I would I would argue that Kirk provides more upside than Jared. Yeah, Kirk is 35 years well, old. When you get so 28 No, I, I'm saying I'm saying year. the past. I'm saying the past, and it's not just about the statistics either. I mean, Jared just, we've seen what he can do. And, I mean, he had last, he had last year, sure. Um, but that can be a complete anomaly. And we're just looking at, you know, statistics for statistics' sake, too. I mean, he looked good on the stat sheet, sure, but. You know, I, I just think, okay. I don't. They don't. He doesn't provide him the Lions that much upside at quarterback. He really I think doesn't. with Goff too, though, he is a product more than Kirk is. He's a product of the offense he plays in. It's yep. a very high-powered offense, especially with new coordinator Ben Johnson. Absolutely, I think Ben Johnson is a, a fantastic coordinator, and he really brought that Lions offense back. I think Kirk Cousins could really flourish in any system, but he is in a sense, stat padding with that offense that they built around him and zero defense. So I wouldn't call them empty stats, but I would call them not true to how good he actually is. Um, I think Jared Goff has really succeeded in that offense, and he was playing well before they even got their new coordinator with Anthony Lynn running that offense. So I think if you can be good with Anthony Lynn, you can be good in any system, but I think Jared Goff has really had his strengths highlighted by that Ben Johnson offense this season. I think Hendon Hooker is a really good backup. Okay. I think no, no, he is a good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna bring this up. Yeah, he. In terms of um, Dylan mentioned earlier, Jared Goff as a um, bridge quarterback. bridge quarterback. Yeah. You draft Hendon Hooker in the third round. Why not? That's a throw steal, it? by the way. Why not throw a dart at the board, right, Sam? Yeah. Why not? H- Hendon Hooker, first of all. What a name. John's not happy about Jared Goff. Legendary known name. as a bridge quarterback. Hendon Hooker. He was uh he was probably the best quarterback in the SEC. Or like one of them, in my yeah, opinion. For sure, honestly. Yeah, he was. And like he that's such a steal to get him in the third round. Are you kidding me? I he was he was I just looked it up. He was SEC offensive player of the year in twenty two. He was on track to be he, he was he yeah. was good and was that's on like Heisman, Tennessee right? and Tennessee. They could have won a national like, championship. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they could have. And that's on that's the Tennessee team that beat Bama, right? Yeah, Correct. yeah. Yes. That's that's insane. Well, that's Bama a, wasn't exactly they have, Bama this year. M- the Lions have very good depth now. No, Goff. Yeah, they do. They with do. Goff, yeah, yeah. I'm with, saying, I'm saying they do. Oh, the you said no. I, no, I said now. Oh, they yeah. said no. My fault. I have a problem. I think Hendon Hooker's. Just I have really a good. problem with that Hendon Hooker Here. pick. I I just don't think. I mean, any playing time. If you get a third round, if you're a third round quarterback and you get any playing time, I guess it'd be called a success. But that guy's already 25 years old, and how long are they planning on keeping Jared Goff? Like, what 
what is Hendon Hooker going to be doing there besides sitting until he's 30 years old if they just keep Jared Goff? Well, I just don't really what, what are his con- I'm going to take a look at his contract. I think it'll it depend on um, the really contract the and how well he plays, how well he's playing, how well Hendon Hooker looks. Hendon Hooker, um, while he is old, the age at the quarterback position is less of a factor than other positions, so I wouldn't worry too much about that. Jared Goff is under contract for this year and next. He's an unrestricted free agent in Yeah, so I don't think he can he's, sit for I, two years I don't, and still I don't, have a chance. I don't think he's going to resign if the Lions miss the playoffs. Well, his asking price is going to be super high. Yeah, he's not going to resign. that Jared Goff has leverage here? No, he does I not. So. I don't think he does. The Lions, like, they, they are desperate at this point for, like, nah. I think they're desperate for like a playoff appearance because they have what it takes already. They are. They've came so close last year. They were like right there, and they well, just if they came so they close. Were. I don't think Hendon Hooker in the third round is their guy. I think you can really get a good impact player in the third round, um, and I don't think a guy who's just going to sit the bench. For I'm the just saying, I just when they're tr- when they're so desperate for a playoff run, I don't think that's really the solution. I just think Hooker, oh, I, Hendon Hooker is a uh, good, just a like a good risk they took. I like him. quarterback. I like it. I like him as a prospect. He's got the arm. He's got the arm. Yeah. He trucks bombs. Like, it's crazy. And, and yeah, you go. You're good. Just a hit on him. He did have Jalen Hyatt and Cedric Tillman, who I believe were picked back-to-back in this draft, right? Yeah. I love Cedric Tillman. I I think if Hendon Hooker's going to have a chance, it's going to be next year. I just took a look at um, Jared Goff's contract. If they were to trade him, it would definitely be in 2024 because it's his – Cap hit, I mean, dead cap. Uh, if he's traded, it's like post June 1st. I believe it's around $5 million. Yep. So $5 million. It, I'm just, it's, I, it's not a lot of cap to have to eat up. And, I mean, if if they don't succeed this season, you can move on from Jared Goff. Someone gets a quality quarterback to, to start for their team. Um, and then they can see what they have in Hendon Hooker um, in 2024. Exactly. All right, moving on to the most fun quarterback situation in this room, specifically for us since we're in Green Bay and the studios of Radio GBX on, this, on the campus of UW-Green Bay. Uh, it's the Patriots. It's, the, no, it's not the Patriots. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. It's the Patriots. Got him. All right, so Mac Jones. Oh, Wait, sorry, what? No, it's, no, it's not Mac. It's the Pack. It's the Packers. Yeah, it's obviously the Packers with Jordan Jay Love Bob. starting. It's going to be a risky. It's, it, it's a make or break year for him. I'm so, just going to say this. I hate our backup quarterbacks. Oh, yeah. I Why? cannot Bring in a veteran him. right now. Sean Clifford is garbage. Who? We don't Dylan, need anyone to be yeah. really good on With a the state of the team right now, if Jordan Love goes down, That's I mean, true. they're getting the number one person yeah. that you can throw <laughs> yeah. out there. Any you, can, hey. you can throw out P.J. Walker. You can throw out Nathan Peterman. You can throw out and you know, any rookie. I got a hot take. Maybe they want Jordan Love to feel good about himself, too. I know? got a hot take. Well, look that at is Danny. not at all Look at, look at Danny Elting. Sean Clifford is smart. He's a smart QB. He's going to help in the room. He's garbage. You Danny don't. Etling, dude. Danny Etling has been on the practice squad. Wow, that's something to learn from. They're not NFL qual- like they're not Danny NFL Etling. caliber quarterbacks. I'm sorry. Maybe he could teach high schoolers a thing or two about right. staying on a practice squad. Well, Sean what Clifford can he is teach a very experienced well, college football player. Here's the thing. Way to yeah, go, guys. So is Jordan Love. We just shot our ability to invite Sean Clifford on the show because we just called hey, him garbage. Sean you Clifford. called him garbage. Hey, Sean, Sean, no shade. Sean, 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 Clifford like Sean Clifford is Sean Clifford on my, is my fantasy guy. team. So I am not calling him garbage. But Listen, I have a hot take, fantasy, guys. Come way, on, so guys, let's don't get shocked when we quick. say that stuff. I just yeah. don't think anybody saw him as a draft draftable quarterback, really. You know, Sean Clifford. 
Sorry, Sam. Sam. Why are you I'm ripping gonna, on the guy? Come on. Once you get here. past the fourth round He's and you're drafting rounder. a quarterback, there are were you safeties kidding? available that were really for they got. They got Antonio Johnson Jr. I know that, but in the seventh round. Yeah, I, I love I love that, but there this, were also this safety players. class was bad. Okay, uh, I there's about fourth round. Yeah, safety. no one cares yeah. about this. If you guy. hear any, like, I'm sorry. This the is background. the most boring. It's a waste of conversation we've had. It's a fourth round. He's not going to do anything. Back to Jordan Love. I guys. think if Jordan Love fails either this season or next or both, the he, Packers shh, the Packers blow it up. Rebuild completely. Sam, Get the I, first overall pick. Trade Christian Watson. And draft, trade Romeo Dobbs. And, and draft Arch Manning. He is going to no, be the no, next no, Packers. No, 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 no. If you watch the spring game, you will Sam. not ever be high on oh, Arch Manning. listen to me here. Listen to me here. What is it? What's up? Jordan Love stinks this year. Let's play this as a hypothetical and we get... Hypothetically. No, and that's a realistic We get scenario. a top five pick. Let's just trade Jordan Love and draft Caleb Williams... I don't really Bingo. I don't really care about this season for the Packers. Let's I. get it. This is this is a not this is like the worst season for me cuz I don't care about the Patriots this year and I don't care about the Packers this year. They're just going to be it's I'm just, with you, this Sam. season is going to be for me cuz the Patriots and Packers obviously my two favorite team two favorite teams. Oh my gosh, spit it out, Sam. I think all right, Dill. Uh I think this season for me is just going to be an absolute He's not going to watch a second of NFL Sleeper. football this year. I, I am not watching any NFL football until the playoffs. Like, this is just going to be This is who we let on our sports oh, podcast right here. Hey, man, yeah, I'm for the I, NBA and the NHL. You're going to be well-informed, Sam. I don't know about you guys. I, I was just joking. I'm going to watch Back to that Jordan NFL. Love. I don't know about you guys, but I'm super excited to see the Packers. So am I. Um, I know they're, they're probably the not going to be very good. I'm buying a love jersey. the Packers have been good for, <laughs> like, a million years in a row now. <laughs> Uh, they have they've had mostly the same players on their team. The staple of Aaron Rodgers and a great wide receiver, Jordy Nelson, Devontae Adams, Donald Driver, guys like that. It's kind of Randall been the same cookie cutter. Not around the roster. Jay Kumaro, Christian Watson. They've had the same. They've had the same cookie cutter <laughs> roster for the last touchdown a million Jesus. years, and I think they're really switching up their strategy here. And I'm excited to see how it goes. If they're if they're bad, then yeah, we got one bad season of Packers football in the last. 25 years but if they're good that really gives us something to be excited for and even if they are bad they're gonna have a great pick and so really build the roster. here's the thing from a front office perspective i believe mark murphy Mur- the mark murphy only <laughs> has <laughs> oh i'm sorry yeah. i deserve uh-huh. that yeah uh-huh. yeah spit it out dill we're only human right sam <laughs> uh not nice sam. yeah not nice. I, I, i'm sorry dill i don't accept that apology anyways yeah. all right so Mark Murphy only has, I think, a couple of years left. Chris, do you know how many years he has left? I think like one. Honestly. Mark Murphy? Yeah, because Mark Murphy's going to be there for the rest of eternity. No, no, no. So no, no he can't. No. He, he can't. can't. Against yeah. the Packers. Yeah, yeah. The, the contract expires when he's seventy-five. Year. Yeah. So here's the thing: if they are, if Jordan Love doesn't pan out this year, when he's seventy-five. Dylan yeah. will take he's over 67. as owner. Or it's seventy. It's I believe it's, it's something. seventy. It's I'm not it's sure. seventy. It has to be seventy. So let's say, hypothetically, he has two more years left, right? Jordan Love doesn't pan out. We're really not in the air. We give, we give Jordan two more years. Uh, I think Mark Murphy is not the one to fire Brian Gutekunst if it get, comes to that. It's going to be Dylan that does it. Oh, yeah. New owner. Yes, when he is 70. Um, actually, uh, the Packers is um, 
owned by the fans. Oh my gosh, you're totally right. I so, own the Packers. I'm, a sh- I'm gonna fire Gucci. I'm a stockholder, so no one cares. I did not ask. You own it. Your dad is probably. I own the piece of paper, Kev. I own the piece of paper, guys. I can go to the shareholder meeting. You took it out, Kev. If you're listening, Kev. If you're listening, that piece of paper is worthless. I no, it's not. Hi, Kevin. I can go to the shareholder meetings now. You can. You can, yeah. yeah, and that's what the paper means. What if you like take your take your phone there and just record the whole thing? You that, can. That, that, Who cares? I hear it's, it's a, um, not very in- interesting. Yeah, it's just so probably, they're probably talking about like business. I'll go to one stuff. soon. Yeah, I'll business. go to one soon. Do they not talk about what players <laughs> they're going to cut <laughs> and draft there? Come on. I don't think so. John. Very interesting meeting. Back to Jordan Love. Uh, let's let's see what he does well. You know, let's talk about <laughs> what he does well too. You know, John's losing it. <laughs> He's got a strong arm. It's a great um, podcast, I, guys. I think he's been uh, – he's gotten better with his decision-making for sure, too. I mean, Chris, what do you think of him? I, I have him on his fantasy on my fantasy team, so I'm cheering for him. 100%. I, I think he's going to be a, a fine starter. We've said the same I think he's seven things about Jordan Love for the he's last be 30 fu- minutes gonna, now. <laughs> 13 touchdowns, three picks. He's going to be a fine starter. I mean, they – they're kind of throwing him into the fire now, which is kind of what they intended to do a few years ago. I don't ago. think it's a fire. It's a really, really good situation. I don't really think it's a good no. situation. Yeah, they don't really have you have to bank on Reed, Watson, Dubs, yeah, Musgrave, Kraft. It's a super young team. So it's hard. If it works out, they'll they'll grow together. That is, there, that is, there that is, is a, the pro. We have a solid about vet, any team. We have a solid veteran-led uh, yeah. offensive line. It's a Hail Mary, though. That's with true. With the pass it catchers. Is, but... You know, in order to build a Super Bowl winning team in this area, you kind of have to take that Hail Mary. Yep. So. Yes, sir. I love it. Yeah. Love. <coughs> love, love. Right. love. 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 All right, yes. fellas. Jordan. Love. I think that's all I for the show Sam today, out. fellas. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in on your student radio station, Radio GB. We're going to tear up his contract or what? Make Woo! sure to check out Toss the Mic Sportscast on anywhere you get your podcasts Apple, Spotify, Google, it's Amazon Music. Devices. And also on YouTube and TikTok. Make sure to check us out. You Peace nailed out it, Chris. From all of the guys here Eli, Peace. Dylan, John, Sam, and myself. Peace. Whatever. Radio GBX. We're heading out.